Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 61, Fun in the Sun, even though it's like not sunny here right now. It's like 19 <laughs> degrees out, so the winter, winter is coming, Nick. Well, yeah, winter's winter's definitely here. It's cold here too, and snowing. When it was like 55 degrees last week. 55? 55, and now it's like 5 degrees and snowing. I hate this place. It will not stop being cold here. Like it's still, it's still winter. So I'm not, uh, I'm not mad about it, you know, here in Colorado, but it's like definitely hit the negatives multiple, multiple times the past couple months. And it's just not fun. And it's like, when it's that cold, it's like, I just want to be inside or in my car. I don't really want to be like out in the snow, just, just hanging. Right. Yeah. What? You don't want to go skiing. <clears throat> I do want to go skiing. That, that is so fun. That sounds amazing. But that's a, that's different because when you're skiing, like you're staying warm, you know, because of all the yeah. physical activity. You're just like, ah, I gotta make sure I don't break my legs. Yeah, absolutely. I love skiing though. I really want to take uh Lily. I want to take her skiing. I think she really, really love it. Just chill on the bunny hill with her, you know. No, dude, she wouldn't even be on the bunny hill all day. She'd be on the bunny hill for a couple hours. And she she'd would. be ready to go down her first. What's the easiest one? Blue or green? uh green green is yeah. easy blue is like intermediate and then black is uh you know yeah no dude her first day she'd be ready to go down a green by like midday black's intense yeah she would she's so adventurous she'd be like i'm ready for that i'm like well that the, mountain's called the death bringer the, the thing with skiing is it's easy to learn like you can learn skiing pretty quickly it's just yeah. hard to get really good at it uh whereas snowboarding is the opposite it's uh, really hard to learn, but then once you learn it, you accelerate like super quick uh, and and can get crazy pretty quick. <clears throat> That's true. That's a good uh, a good analogy. I've heard I've heard the drums described that way. The drums are like really hard to get good at initially, um, like to kind of get over that big hump. But like once you once you kind of get the basics of drumming, you know, then there's a lot of room to improve and it gets a lot easier. And you can kind of play more or less. You kind of play anything, but they take like obviously a lot of talent to, to master. But, you know, it, it's similar in terms of like instruments. Right. That's what I've heard. So I haven't really tried the drums too much, but there you go. There you go. There's some words of wisdom, but I do love skiing. I was actually thinking about skiing recently. I'm like, man, I haven't been in such a long time and I own my own, my own skis. And so I recently found out about a place like nearby where I live that you can uh, cross country ski, which is kind of cool. I've never done that before. Where you that's actually... a different type of skis though. Do you own cross country skis? No, that's why I said I've never, <laughs> I'm not prepared for that. I have, I have, Dude, I have downhill skis that were made in the 80s and like these bright, bl- bright, like black and orange boots to go with them. And uh, when I was the last time you got them tuned. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. I haven't been skiing in like almost 10 years. So it's it's been it's oh, been yeah. a hot minute. They, man. they need yeah. to go to the shop before you get back. Up. Well, and mine are so old and don't meet like any of the current, you know, standards of, of safety or whatever. So like the last time I went skiing, uh, a ski instructor called them death sticks. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I see you have some death sticks. And I was like, what? These like, he's like, these are super dangerous. And here's why. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, he's like, I, all right, now let's go down this hill. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, um, all the new kinds of skis are they're most of them are called parabolic where they're like kind of rounded at the top and then they kind of get skinny in the middle and they kind of get round at the back again. Mm-hmm. And, and it helps with like, you know, surface area and control and like all these different things, you know, and my skis are just like as straight as could be 
just they're also very long so the longer the skis are the faster they are and so he's straight up like oh you got some death sticks and i was like oh all right you're like no i just bought the pro model all right <laughs> yeah exactly he's like he's like those are those are so dangerous because all they do is like you know they go they just go downhill and they go super fast and there's like no give to them which is the other thing about parabolics that's nice they have like a lot of flexibility these ones do not they're just like point them downhill and and let's go fast <laughs> oh man death death sticks i'll never forget that it's so funny death sticks that's death the name sticks. of my 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 heavy metal band is going to be called death stick revolution <laughs> death stick metal black nighthawk blade oh dude i saw a meme the other day that totally made me think of of you when we were quoting stepbrothers all the time it's like will ferrell sitting in the in the yard when he goes call me nighthawk and the meme was like me when i stay up after 9 p.m <laughs> 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 i'm like yes hilarious and true and true yeah and true man like I, I remember when we were both really young we used to stay up to like two three in the morning all the time <clears throat> all the time like we'd stay at, at stephanie and carrie's house till like 3 a.m playing rock band and stuff and we we're like well i better better go get some sleep i gotta be at best by 6 a.m to start my my uh warehouse shift <laughs> yeah and then we'd be completely fine too like no problem now if i did that i'd be like i'm not coming into work tomorrow <laughs> You like you call into you call into work and you're like I think I'm dying I think I need to stay home I think I, I, I my heart stopped working Best Buy is like yeah we're gonna need to see the EKG on that or you're fired <laughs> <laughs> Oh dude have you watched the have you watched the newest um, Last of Us episode yet or are you no dude I'm I'm, I'm only three episodes in so I'm way behind but it, like like I say every week it's one one of those the show is so depressing that you have to be in the right mindset to just watch something that's that depressing. Yeah. It's not, it's not funny, but I, I found it kind of funny on the latest episode. I, I won't spoil anything, but like yes, what you just said made me think of it. Cause like Joel is experiencing a lot of like anxiety. So there's just like multiple points in the episode where he'll like stop and like kind of grab his chest for a little bit. And I'm just like, Joel, like, well, why are you so old? Stop. Yeah. Uh, I saw the memes about that. There's all kinds of memes. With yeah, I, I I didn't get the meme until I saw the episode, and then I was like, oh, this is extra funny now because I think the meme I saw of that was like when you have to get up for work early, and then it was like him like <laughs> holding his chest like that. <laughs> uh, so funny. good. I did it. I did enjoy the um, did enjoy the latest episode, but I think my favorite episode so far is still episode <clears throat> five with uh henry and sam like the two boys that uh the two brothers that you find um because that's the episode where you see a bloater for the first time and like holy crap that was so cool yeah i don't know i gotta catch up i'll, I'll probably watch it after they all air hey you, you gotta catch up why don't you mustard <laughs> oh my god oh man hilarious this is what you come here for people puns dad jokes and puns and uh and other and coffee talk and we talk about games and music and stuff and coffee and we're gonna also start talking about how to be a lumberjack because it's okay because it's okay it's okay we're gonna start we're gonna talk about lumberjacking dude i did for the first time ever in my life i bought a beard balm yesterday because because i have a beard and i was just like I you need do to you look kind of like a tool bag but it's fine a tool bag <laughs> I look better now that I put beard balm in my beard. I don't look like like a hobo anymore. I look less <laughs> hobo-y. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you still look like a homeless man. Dude, I put this beard balm in my beard and I like I like twirled out my mustache a little bit because my mustache is pretty long. And I got a solid like two inches of like mustache twirl on the ends here. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm in in the Wild West or two something. Inches. Dude, on each side. On each side, bro. And this beard balm smells really good. I, I smell luxurious right now, Nick. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens. You let your beard grow out and then you don't do anything about it and you don't own any beard products. You're like, I have to go buy stuff because beards are something that you need to maintain. You know what I mean? That it is. I, uh, no. speaking of stuff that we watched, uh, have you heard of the movie Megan? Mm. Oh yeah. The one with like the robotic girl. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I watched that. <laughs> and uh yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's something. Uh it, dude, it, it reminds me of like a Chucky, but for like today's kids. Yeah, it looks kind of like that. She's she's like a uh like an android that's supposed to protect, but then she gets like jealous is kind of what I get from the trailer. Like she she like protects oh, too no. much of the no. no she doesn't get jealous it's like so it's like a prototype toy right um uh-huh. and so but she is supposed to protect the user and the user is the little girl because the mm-hmm. the toy can only be bonded with one user gotcha uh so she's supposed to protect her from harm or anything like that and uh they didn't put any checks and balances in place so and it learns as it goes um and eventually she just goes on like this murderous rampage and becomes like sentient dang yeah yeah, it gets it gets crazy. Yeah, the thing that the only the only reason I even know about that movie, which like this is something that I just find really odd, and it's a totally side tangent, but I w- I learned about that movie watching like YouTube with Lily. Like Lily's watching like her kid YouTube videos that have nothing to do with anything, and that like, movie's in there. Yeah, exactly. Like she's watching like this girl custom paint like squishy toys, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then that and then that commercial comes on, and I'm like what and i was like we're we're not watching that like no 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 you know that's where you have to get youtube premium and and just log her into your your account but on the kid's side is the premium the same thing as youtube tv or is premium cheaper uh i don't know i don't have youtube tv uh i just have premium but there's no ads okay yeah Gotcha. Maybe I'll, I'll look into that because like, yeah, dude, the, and it's not just that movie either. It's like, there's so many things that are so many things that are like that, where she'll be watching a movie and then like something really inappropriate comes out of nowhere, like either super violent or super scary. And, you know, and she's already had like nightmares and stuff. So I'm not trying to like let her watch things like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... It's like, no, no, thank you. That's not good. But, uh, but yeah, anyway. that movie was pretty good. And I told my oldest daughter, I was like, I'm going to buy you a Megan doll for your birthday. Good luck. <laughs> uh, what I find scarier than the Megan dolls is the the actual robots that they've created um, on Amazon. I saw, or at least Amazon selling them. I saw commercials for them around Christmas, but they're like the robots that will play with your kids so you don't have to. And you can input things into the app that you want the robots to say to your, say to your kids rather than like actually talking to them. <laughs> huh. Have you seen the commercials for those? Uh-uh. Dude, it was like it was wild. I uh let me pull it up here. 
I forgot what it was even called because I was like, this is a stupid thing. Let's see, robot for kids. But it was seriously like, like you could, uh, okay, so it's $200 is, I guess, the retail cost. It's called the Miko, the M I K O. Oh, I so, think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it has like digital eyes on it and it rolls around. And in the commercial, like the parent is like putting into their phone what they want the robot to say, like, how was your day at school, honey? And then the robot like repeats what the parent says. And then the robot's like dancing with their kids and the kids like telling the robot about his friends at school and stuff. And I'm like, where are the parents in this video? They're just yeah. like, just, just uploading things in the app. And they're like, don't worry. this The robot's got it under control. We're fine. Parenting is so 1900s. <laughs> fine. I'm like, I, dude, I love being a dad and I love you know, hanging out with my kiddo and yeah, there's hard moments and stuff, but it's like, I would never just buy something to like replace me spending time with her. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just like, what, why? Like, this is stupid. Stupid. I'm like, here, Lily. I'm like, here, Lily. I'm going to, we're going to spend some quality time together. Come learn how to play Returnal with dad. Come here. These are bad aliens. Get what you want to (laughs) do. Right. It's obliterate. Obliterate. Dude, I got something in the mail yesterday. Uh, your herpes medication? Uh, that's on a monthly sub- subscription. <laughs> no, sir. How dare you? No, I got my uh, I got the Weezer Spring album. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, mine, mine shipped too. But I thought we already got that. I thought we did too, but apparently not. I just hopped on my phone yesterday, and it was like a a shipment, a Weezer shipment is is out for delivery, and I'm like, what? What, like, what did I get from Weezer? And then like I opened it up when it got here and I'm like, oh, it's the spring album from like forever ago. Yeah, because we got our winner. No, we didn't pre-order the winter album. I I think the only one that I had pre-ordered was the spring one because you pre-ordered that one for me actually because uh, I didn't have like any extra at the time. And uh, that was like the only pre-order that was out at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think you just ordered that one and had it sent to me. So I like double didn't remember that it was coming. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah, it's here. But I listened to it last night on vinyl, and man, I really like that album. I just want to say that. Yeah, the spring one's good. Uh, is that the one? Which one has records? Is that summer? Summer has records. Spring has um, a little bit of love. That one. Oh yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit of your love from me. <laughs> yeah, and then summer has. Why did that go back to winter? Come sail away. Come sail away. Come yeah, sail then away. the autumn you can still pre-order. The summer you can pre-order still. Wait, did summer? Do you not pre-order summer anymore? Interesting. Or, or or is it out? That's weird. The summer might actually be sold out. You can pre-order. We got winter. our we got our summers though, I thought. I think we did too. So maybe I maybe I did order spring and summer, but I didn't do autumn or winter yet. Yeah, I definitely didn't do winter. Yeah, I, I for sure didn't do winter. I know I didn't pre-order that one. <clears throat> Interesting. But yeah, the gold autumn is still available. The winter silver and white is still available. But yeah, summer is sold out on their website. Interesting. Weird. There's also a fake mustache set you can buy on Weezer's website if you want to get on that mustache, uh, get on that mustache train, Nick. Uh, no, I'm good. Toot toot. Come on, Nick. Nope. 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 Hard pass. Hard pass. Uh, yeah. Uh, now that we're talking about music, 
I just wanted to let you know that that came and I, I listened to it and I just forgot how good it was. Like I, I really, really like Summer. It is a solid, solid release. Did I listen to anything? Bowling for Soup has a new song out, actually. Oh, that's cool. I have not listened to that. Yeah, called Flowers. Um, uh, what else did I listen to? I didn't listen to like a whole lot of new music, to be honest. Um, our last night has their cover of Antihero out. Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna listen to that one. Yeah, and then uh, Neck Deep has a new uh new track out. I did know about that one. I did listen to that Neck Deep. That track is really cool. I like that. Yeah, I listened to. I was into some older stuff. Um. A couple new. I'm looking here to see what I've been listening to a lot of Eugene Levy, the band I talked about last time on the podcast. I really like them, like indie pop punk. They're super, super cool. Really like them. I listened to August Burns Red version of Chop Suey because, uh, you know, why not? Right. Yeah. Because why not? Um, Manifest, one of the Christian rappers that I really like, he's awesome. He did a cover of God's Gonna Cut You Down from Johnny Cash, and it's like, dude, it is such a dope cover of that song. Um, you can find that on Spotify. So I would highly, highly recommend that if you like uh just it's just cool, man. It's like he does it in like his rap style with these really awesome, like kind of guitar riffs that are perfectly placed in the song. It's just it's so sick. I love it. <laughs> so sick. And then I did listen to I want to touch the high knee. I did listen to a new band for me, a band called the Abrupters. Uh, they're a ska band. This and sounds made up. The Abrupters. Yeah, man. They're uh they're good. Um, I listened to their newest release, which is called Noticeably Cheerless. Uh, their album just came out, and I listened to the whole thing, and it's it's good, man. If you like if you like ska, if you like the the punk guitars and the horns and the catchy upbeat music, I would recommend it, sir. Yes, you should recommend it. But yeah, that's all I really listened to. Nothing, nothing too terribly new. I've also listened to a lot of uh, Electric Callboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were listening to them last week too, right? I, I was. I, I've still been listening to them. Their song "Spaceman" so good. Spaceman, so good. Spaceman. Oh yeah, that's a different band. Heine <laughs> Touchers. Heine <laughs> <Hiney> Touchers. <laughs> Oh my goodness. What are we doing with our lives right now, dude? I don't know. Not what we should be doing, to be honest. That's true. Let's make a podcast, he said. It'll be fun, he said. People will listen. People and are sad. It turns out none of those things are true. <laughs> none of those things are true. 30 people think we're we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. In other news, the Eminem eight mile vinyl set has sold out. Not surprised. All those people who paid $95 for one vinyl. $95 bajillion 101 dollars. Yes. Love did you pre- the hiney. Did you pre-order your punk rock factory yet? No, not yet. <laughs> so hot. Want to touch the hiney. But their stuff, their stuff doesn't really sell out either. It does not. So like I'm not worried about it. I you know, I'll get it eventually. Right. The only thing that you get by getting it early is um, I think you get it signed if you pre-order before before release date is what it says. 
says all vinyls and CDs ordered within the pre-order period will be signed by the band. So it will not oh. be shipped until the album releases. So as long as you order it before March, but it doesn't say what day in March. Right, yeah. But anyway, as long as you pre-order it before March, what you're, good to, you're good to go and you'll have your you have your punk rock factory. So so there you go, man. There you go. There you can go. If you had any problems with it, there you I think your mic's cutting out. No, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It uh, cuts out every time the dick comes into my nose. <laughs> oh, oh wow! This podcast just got real intense. <laughs> yeah. I like, how's your I French? Like how's your French press coffee? Is it is it better the more you're sipping on it? Mm-hmm. I got my my lovely uh, Bustello. You know, it was uh, <laughs> got it at Target. It's real nice. <laughs> like I gotta change this subject quick before we come to the X-rated podcast, and all of a sudden there's just wieners flying all over the place, just everywhere, just everywhere, man. Uh, exactly. You know, so how anywhere there was just wieners, they were everywhere. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> oh man, we are the the master masters of improv and perfect uh, transitions, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you transition from wieners. You're like you're like speaking of coffee. What? <laughs> What's this guy talking about? Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah, okay. So like, not a whole lot going on on the music front. It's been really quiet for music, really. Yeah. Um, trying to oh, think. If I, there's any... I I pre-ordered a vinyl. Oh, you did? Yeah. Let me let me pull it up. Uh, bottle music for broken people. Oh, that's a is that a Fat Records thing? Yeah, it's a Fat Mike's like label, uh, nice. or, or like his his own personal label, and he uh he put he put out a vinyl comes out in April. Okay, that's sick. I yeah, I, I saw the pre order. I think pop up for that one. Um, what's is that a like a compilation kind of a thing? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know because I can't find a track listing. But it's an Amazon pre-order, so. Yeah, I saw that pop up in our group. Yeah, Let's that's where I saw it. And I was like, oh, you know what? For 20 bucks. Yeah, the album I was just talking about, the Abruptors album, I, I pre-ordered. Well, I didn't pre-order. I purchased that one because it's on um, Asian Man Records is the name of the website. And Mike Park, the guy that owns that record label, everything on there, dude, if you like ska, for one, there's a ton of stuff. But secondly, everything on his website is so reasonably priced. So for this vinyl, after shipping, I paid like 23 bucks and some change. And in this day and age of vinyl prices, I'm like, you can't beat that, dude. Right. So I I was going to like stop. I was going to wait, maybe get it later or maybe not pick it up like at all, even though I really liked it. But I'm like, dude, for 23 bucks, like why not you know that's like literally three starbucks coffees like if i go to starbucks <laughs> yeah if you go to starbucks yeah but i'll make my own because we're snotty we're snobby like that we're snobby yeah that's yeah. awesome dude it's it feels good to pre-order a vinyl every once in a while you know just keep the keep the collection going even though i've, I've definitely pumped the brakes on the vinyl ordering um quite not i don't say quite a bit but like i haven't pre-ordered like once you know one thing a week like i felt like i was doing before right yeah i've definitely pumped the brakes there's been so many, so many good things. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Nah, I'm good. Well, I think part of it too is like 
we've talked about this before a little bit, but like, I think everybody's kind of wising up to the fact that like, okay, this release comes out. And if you don't jump on it immediately, there's going to be probably like five or six other variants on other websites. So like the need to like jump on like a one-time release, it isn't as important as it used to be because these manufacturers know how popular vinyl is. So all this stuff that's like one-time pressing, it sells out. They're like, okay, just kidding. We'll press it one more time. Right. Like, well, it depends on the band. Some bands don't do that. Like Simple Plan, they don't do that. No. Uh, E6, they don't do that. Like, Right. So those are the ones like, yeah, okay, I'm going to jump on that right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, August Burns Red, you could probably just wait. <laughs> yeah, see I, see, I jumped on that one because I knew that it would sell out because their stuff always does. And the two initial variants sold out. But now if you go to their website, there's two other new variants because those first two sold out. So there's, you know, point point in case right there. It's like you might not have gotten like the more exclusive color, but you would have still gotten it. And you still would have gotten a dope color if you waited. Right. Yep. And I did not wait because I was like, I need that blue raspberry vinyl. I need it. I need it right now. Give me that blue raspberry vinyl. I need it. Get to the chopper. I don't know. What the fuck. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> also, also the name of that vinyl really is called blue raspberry. So I'm like, am I buying a vinyl or like a push pop? Either way, it'll be good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was thinking of the sexual term blue raspberry, but we won't go there. We won't go there. Don't go. I I I was thinking of the push pop dude because Lily like devours those things. She's like, Can I get a push pop and have that for dinner every day? Every day, please. Uh it's like, no. yeah, sure. Uh no. Uh, uh no. Uh absolutely not. Uh, uh that's cool, man. I'll you have to let me know about that that fat record uh record when you get it. The fat record record. Yeah, I mean you've done a ship till April, so right. Um, but you've been playing a new game. Yes, I have. I've been playing your mustache waxing extraordinaire. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I yeah, I played I played quite a bit more Wild Hearts. I told you I got super super hooked on that game. That game uh, is officially out now. Um, so for fans of our podcast, for listeners who are looking for a new game, if you like Monster Hunter. Uh, and Fortnite, but if you like Monster Hunter, you you'd like it. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm a big Monster Hunter fan, and I got really really deep into that game. But I started playing uh, Returnal, and on PC, and it's uh it's awesome, dude. I, I really really have been enjoying that game a lot. But I will say it's super different from other roguelites that I've played and and mainly it's different in the areas that you've already texted me about where you're like you're like what's the loop how do I how do I progress like how do I get my permanent upgrades and that's the weird part about Returnal is like where other roguelites I feel like give you a lot of um like give you a lot of constant permanent upgrades or like every run you essentially get get stronger I would say with Returnal that's that's not the case like with Returnal there's like parts in the game where you kind of get to like what I'll call like a permanent spot or you get like a, a permanent upgrade and it benefits you a little bit, but like as a, as a whole, like the game is really, really, really skill dependent. Like you just, you have to just do well when you, when you do a run and you always start off with like kind of a low level weapon and have to work your way back up and get back to the area where you were. But like, I beat the first boss. I'm in the second area. I made it to the second boss and died died against the second boss but like i have an extra consumable slot all your weapon upgrades stay 
Um, I have like the energy sword that can break barriers and break like the turrets and stuff. Um, so like those kind of permanent upgrades stay and help you like traverse the map better. I don't have the grappling thing yet, but it's a it's a hard game, man. It's difficult. Yeah, it's it's definitely hard. Uh, I think it's cool, but I'm still having a hard time understanding the loop. Um, in in like most roguelite or roguelike games, you know, you're gradually building power. So yeah, further and further. And in this one, when you reset, it's literally a reset. Like, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. it's, like, it's like, get good nerd. And I don't know if I'll ever get good. Yeah, it's dude, it's hard. Like I, I played a little bit last night before bed and I died like two or three rooms in. I had a pretty decent gun, but I died to like what just some normal enemies because like they were doing different attacks than I've seen them do before. So I don't know if the enemies get stronger the further in the game you get, like when it when it resets, when it when like the loop resets. But I was like just I was having a tough time, man, because like some of those rooms are just filled with enemies. And then like I told you, they just like vomit those, you know, red orbs at you. And you're like, how am I supposed to dodge this? It's just like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, because what's the difference between the blue and the red orbs? I don't get it. Um, well, they they both hurt you. I'm not sure what the difference is. I think the blue ones you might be able to dodge through if you time your dodge right. Oh, okay. I think, but I did find one thing useful. So, like, as you're playing, if you want to try your best to, to make really good progress, so if you have a good run going and you've got a pretty decent gun and like good uh good parasites or good things that are helping you like if you got a good run going or a lot of health and you come across they're like these metal looking um i'm trying to think how to describe it it's like this metal looking kind of a tomb with like an alien imprint on it and if you go inside of one of those if you, you have to have six ether to use it but if you have six ether and you use the six ether to go inside one of those it actually saves your game like it saves your character exactly as you are in that spot in the game with your items and everything so if you die one time this thing will uh clone you basically and you can come back exactly at that thing where you saved um mm -hmm. with the same gun with the same everything so it's like it's like a true like do-over it's like a true save spot but you have to have six ether to use it and you have to find it because all the rooms are randomly generated so there's a lot of like luck that goes into it um but i, I did use that uh halfway through i was like what does this thing do i'm like i'm just going to use it and find out and then i died and came back at that spot and i was like oh that's good to know but now i got to find six ether again to use another one is there any kind of perk for like making it back and picking up your dead body zero Nope, zero perks for that. There is definitely co-op though. It seems like the co-op is new or new to me anyway, but it does seem like you can co-op like the entire game. I see these white spheres all over the place. And I think those are what you use for like playing with a partner. So we need to try it. Yeah, we need to try it. You can join my game and just obliterate everything. Dude, it's, I got pretty far. Like I, I would say, I feel like I'm pretty decent at the game, especially if I get like good rolls on stuff, but the boss fights are pretty intense. Um, did you make it to the first boss in return? <laughs> Come on, man. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Um, he, it's just like a wall of orbs, man. He's like, how many orbs can we fit on the screen at once? Let's find out. Right. How do you dodge that? You got to jump over a lot of them, um, just dodge side to side, and then he charges at you and swings like his own sword. Like, there's just so much crap to dodge, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, so much crap. 
there's also an item in the game that'll help you too. Uh, it's a little astronaut figurine. So if you find the key for the old house in the first part of the game and in the first area and you go into the old house, you'll get an astronaut figurine. And you can also buy the astronaut figurine after you find it from like the vendor areas in the game or whatever they're called, the fabricators. Um, but if you have that astronaut figurine, that'll revive you one time if you die as well. Oh, okay. But it's only good for once. Just one time. Yep. But the main bulk of the game, like, as you just said, the main bulk of the game is in insanely hard. And I don't feel like it gets easier. Like your gun upgrades stay but you truly reset your character like every single time besides the key upgrades that you have. So it's not like you can keep your level 15 gun that you had when you died, go back to the beginning and obliterate the low level enemies. Like you start all over again with your level one pistol and have to just hope and pray that you find better guns like as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, on that, um, did you know you can get Adobe Atmos for headphones app on your computer? I did not. Yeah, so you have to pay for it, right? Because um, it's like per device. Uh, but it's like a one-time fee. I can't remember what I paid. I think it was like 14 bucks. But uh, okay. any, any headphones I plug into my computer, if I run the app, the Dolby app, it, it'll it give them Dolby Atmos. That's really cool. All right. Do you notice a difference? Oh, yeah, there's a huge difference. Um, but I was going to say, if you go through the settings on Returnal, there is ray traced sound. Oh, really? Yeah. And it like really amps up the sound. That's cool. So you should try that out. I haven't played it with headphones yet. I'll have to try that. It's a pretty, the game is gorgeous. The graphics are amazing. The environment is super, super cool. And the guns are awesome, dude. Like in this second area of the game, I found this gun called the uh, hollow, hollow something. I forgot the name of it. It's it's hollow something, but it's like a full auto gun that just shoots these like tracking things everywhere. And then I upgraded the perk on it because as you use the guns, they get like secondary and, and third perks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I upgraded the perk on this gun and it started shooting out purple saw blades with these tracking bullets. And I was like, this thing is insane. This um, thing is dope. That was like the best gun I've had in the game so far. Uh, and once I got that thing, I was like, watch out. I'm going to destroy everything. Watch out, world. Here I come. Here I come. I really enjoy it. And they they for sure uh, nailed the addictiveness of, of roguelites, at least in my opinion, of just like, okay, like one more time, I can do better. Like, I want to keep going. So, so now you can save your game in the middle, right? Using that mechanic. Um, yeah, so that mechanic I just told you about is like a true actual save that clones your character, but the game does have a suspend feature, which is really good to know. So if you're like and, halfway through a run, yeah. And that was new because I remember one of the main criticisms when the game came out is like some of these runs, because like it'll save once you get to the boss and beat them right, like you can start in that next biome all the time. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, you know, some of those runs can take 45 minutes to over an hour, depending and, oh uh, yeah, and people are like, like that's a little long for a roguelite with no save feature, like, you know. Uh, so they added that save feature in or the suspend feature. Yes, exactly. Because like my my second run, I think I played for like, I was playing for over an hour, 
on my second run and I hadn't died. And I was just like, I need, like, I need to save. Is there a way to save? And then I, and then I read, was reading the pause menu and I'm like, okay, suspend and resume like where you left off next time without starting a new cycle. I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do. And then when you boot the game back up, it just literally starts you exactly where you suspended the game. So that feature is really cool. Yeah. That, that was new too. So yeah, quality of life stuff. So, so that's dope. I'm glad you like that. Uh, I'm still playing it. We should probably fill out for a little bit. Yeah, we'll definitely call up after the podcast and then uh, and then report back um, next week about how how the co-op is, because like I, I didn't I don't think it had co-op when it first came out on PS5. So I'm really interested to see how that works. Yeah, no, it did not. That yeah. was an, uh, an update. Uh, but that's um, it, right? You haven't been playing anything new other than uh, that? I played a fair amount of um, Atomic Heart. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh so yeah, about that? I played Wild Hearts and Atomic Hearts, just everything with hearts in it. I'm like, if it has hearts, I'll play it. Yes. Um, but yeah, Atomic Heart is, it's interesting. I told you kind of what I thought about it. It's, um, it reminds me a lot of Bioshock. Uh, I, I knew nothing about it going in the start of the game in particular, the very first intro to the game is like, it reminds me straight out of Bioshock Infinite, just environment and the time period and like all that stuff. Um, once you get a little further into the game, it's a uh, very Bioshock-esque or like you have your, um, what do they call them in this game? Uh, you have like a glove right like like the techno glove thing that has your abilities they don't call them like plasmids like they do in bioshock but your glove is basically like your plasmid abilities so there's like telekinesis there's the cryogenic like freeze you can light enemies on fire with ammo and all that sort of stuff the melee weapons so you can freeze an enemy hit them freeze an enemy shoot them all that sort of stuff all the enemies are robots um it's interesting like it it feels pretty fun to play a lot of cool elements in there the shooting feels pretty good uh upgrade system is pretty cool um and i think you were telling me this is like this theater's not theater but this um developers like first game right oh yeah yeah, yeah. The, uh it is their first game they're a russian developer yes yes we make video <laughs> game you like uh, yes uh, very, very nice yes you like game <laughs> um yeah man it, it's it's pretty good like I, I probably played it for four or five hours but i'll put it this way like at this point in time with all the other games that are out i have no interest to continue playing it like at this moment because i'm just way too into the other games that that i'm enjoying a lot more but you know if you want and i also don't really understand the story of the game up to this point the story seems kind of random but the gameplay you know keeps it keeps it together for me and and kept me going for quite a while yeah, I, I haven't tried it yet. It looks cool. I heard it's pretty janky, uh, and the dialogue is pretty cringy. But very, very cringy dialogue, and uh, yeah, and there's been a couple times where like the gameplay is a little like, okay, like what happened there, you know? Right, but like like you said, there's there's so much to play right now that you know if you're not enjoying it, don't play it. Exactly. It's like, I'd say if you have Game Pass, try it out because what do you have to lose? If you're thinking about buying it, my my advice on that game would be uh, wait until it goes on sale. And then if you really, really like first person shooters or you're a huge Bioshock fan, you're probably going to enjoy it. That's kind of how I would put that game in, in a category there. But, you know, like Returnal, that game is new to PC, but not a new game. But that game's got my attention right now. It's like, I want to keep playing that and get as far as I can. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, for show. For show. You've been playing quite a bit as well, you were saying, right? Uh, yeah, so obviously played a little bit of Returnal. Um, I have played Like a Dragon Ishin, 
Um, so that's a Yakuza game. Like a Dragon for the very first time? Yeah. Well, the second time, because there was Like a Dragon, or Yakuza 6 Like a Dragon. I don't know. I was touched like a dragon for the very first time. Uh, but this one is a re-release um, that's never been released outside of Japan before. And it's it's the all the Yakuza main characters, but kind of set in feudal Japan. Okay. Uh, and it's a, a, a Yakuza game, a very video heavy, you know, and then, uh, you know, Yakuza combat. Okay. I don't know what else okay. I can tell you. But no, no, I, that sums it up. I, I I know what you're saying. It, like, if you like those games, you'll like this one. If you don't like those games, you won't like this one. It's not going to do anything to change your mind. Have you played, Um, I guess this game's kind of in the same vein, but have you played the game Wanted Dead? Did we even talk about it? Uh, no, I know it just came out, but uh, no, I don't think it's in the same vein at all. Okay, I just I know it's like a Ninja Ga- Ninja Gaiden style. That's what made me think of it when you were talking about um, Yakuza, because it's just like you know, kind of Japanese lore. But I think that Wanted Dead is just from the the makers of Ninja Gaiden, but it's it's not like it's not in that time period at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, like. I haven't played I Wanted you, Dead. I, I didn't know if you'd tried that or not. It, it seems like the ratings are like uh yeah, mediocre. Okay. They're yeah. mediocre, yeah. So perfect for us. <laughs> uh yeah. And then nice. so played that a little bit. Um not too far into it, like two hours. So I've like five minutes of gameplay and an hour and fifty-five minutes of videos. Cause you know, it's a Yakuza game. Nice. It's like I played. Uh, it's like I played Metal Gear Solid Four for three hours. So it's like no, you played it for fifteen minutes. You watched two and a half hours of cutscenes. Right. That's what you did. <laughs> That's cool. Um, that game looks. Uh, I saw. I saw that game advertised, but didn't really give it give it any other looks because again, there's just so much. And I was like, I don't know what this is. It looks cool. Maybe later. Um, the Metroid Prime Remaster looks super rad. You said you were playing that, right? Yeah, that's uh, good because. Uh, so I could never play the original Metroid Prime because the controls were just garbage. It's uh, a very like tank controlled kind of game. Right. And now this one's updated to have modern first person shooter controls. I did not know they updated the controls. I thought it was just like a graphical update. Oh, no, no. Nope. They updated everything. So it's way more playable now. That's really cool. That's news to me. I didn't know that. But I, I remember the controls being very like forward back left right there was like no diagonal not really any in between it was very like tanky controls and it was weird yeah nope they updated this for dual analog support so you have full movement that way and then uh, so we'll play that a little bit um nice. so I'm playing uh i beat hogwarts legacy on console on console sick nick beat a game let's take a moment and appreciate this moment in time I didn't I didn't 100 percent it, uh, but it was one of those like uh I don't know, I was just ready to be done with the story. So I just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna mainline the rest of these missions. You just burned it down. Yeah. Well, so, you still you still beat it though, which I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for beating it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I unlocked all the unforgivable curses. There you go. That's what that's what's up, dude. Uh, and on Hogwarts Legacy, uh in its first week, it sold 12 million copies. Oh, man. Yeah. It is a, uh, I think it's the fastest selling WB Games game ever. Um, wow. And they, you know, that includes games like Mortal Kombat and uh, the Lord of the Rings games and stuff. So this one way outsold those. 
Um, they did say they don't have any plans for DLC, which I think is a mistake. Sure. Like people, people would pay, you know, you put out another story campaign with like a new area and people are going to pay you $70 for it. I promise. Right. Or, or put out, um, you know, even, even just Quidditch alone, if they do like a, a whole Quidditch DLC where you like have a little side story there and go up in the ranks and try to win the Quidditch championship, even if that was like a five hour DLC, people would eat that up, dude. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's cool, man. I, uh, I still need to get back to that. That's a game that I, I definitely will go back to. Um, there's just so much, man. And speaking of like, I, we just keep saying that, but it's, it's true. It's like, you mentioned this the other day to me. You're like, if anybody complains about not having anything to play right now, they are drunk. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with them? Uh, unless they only like, like one game and it's not out yet. So well, and then you and I, you know, our main game, one of our main games that we played forever together, Destiny 2, has its newest expansion, you know, coming out in literally just two days. So that's going to be a time sink for both of us, because anytime a Destiny a major, anytime an expansion comes out, we play it a crap ton. But anytime like a whole new area comes out, new elements, like all that stuff, we're going to play it like every time that we hang out together and then be like, what have you been playing? Um, Destiny? You? <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like i'm so excited for lightfall man um that's gonna be awesome and i can't wait to play that with you yes that is uh tuesday yep tuesday tuesday, tuesday. i do have a pretty busy work week but i'm gonna try to play as much as i can and that's a game that i'd stay up like stay up late playing that just to hang with you you know what i mean yeah i'm I, i'm gonna i have a pretty busy like next four weeks so I don't even know, like on Tuesday, I might try to boot it up depending on when it goes live. But like I told you, the uh, the servers are always broken on day one. Right. I remember that. So, I remember that the, the last time that you and I tried to play, I, I'm pretty sure it was the, the Witch Queen. We tried to play the Witch Queen like the day it came out and we were talking to each other. You were still in Germany um or you had just gotten in germany i think and i was of course in the u.s and neither one of us could get in and when we finally did get in we were stuck at like the character loading screen and we just we just could never get past that right so we ended up not being able to play it like at all on day one i think it was a couple days later we finally got to play i think i might have got into that first mission finally and i can't remember if you ever did or not but it just was not a good it just wasn't a good experience yeah i fully expected to be that way uh when lightfall launches matter of fact let me look up when the launch times are well and, and you mentioned this before too but like destiny you know being being from bungie and everything like destiny really needs to like they should understand uh like hey our game is really popular everybody's going to try to play it on launch day we should really prepare for this <laughs> right like it, this happens every major release it's like you didn't pick your servers like like why <laughs> Right. Like you, you know it's coming. It's not a surprise. They don't realize how popular their game is, dude. Let's I don't see. think they, I don't think they fully realize it. So it'll be able to play February twenty eighth at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. So what does that make it here for me? Twelve p.m. Eastern is like ten o'clock for me. Ten a.m. Well, yeah, but I got to figure out my time. Man. I'm not worried about your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro uh so it's 7 30 in the morning perfect for you right now right yes so and you said uh it's 10 a.m for you 
I believe so, yeah, because Eastern Time's a couple hours ahead of me. So that'll be 6 p.m. for me. So we might be able to play a little bit. I mean, we could, we could try, right? I, I don't know. Like You have to work, right? So Yeah, I'll, I'll be like two hours into my work day at that point, so I'll have to try to. Oh, so play. I'll have to play without you. Yeah, I'll have to try to play when I get home. <laughs> yep. Maybe the servers will be fixed by then. Maybe. Also, on I'm that so- note, um, if you get the prompt to preload for Lightfall, don't preload yet. Okay. Because I, I guess like the preload's not supposed to go live until um, Monday. Okay. And people who got the preload early are now stuck. So they get the Lightfall splash screen, but uh-huh. they can't boot the game because Lightfall's not live yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, they're supposed to take the servers offline and then the preload is supposed to happen because the servers are going to be offline for 24 hours. Gotcha. So you're not supposed to preload until they take the servers down, but people were able to preload early and now they can't they can't play the game and there's no way to reverse the preload. Oh, whoops. Oh, whoopsies. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably just I'll probably wait. I mean, you and I fit, did the final mission in uh Destiny, which was super cool. Um really really awesome to see how everything wrapped up so we're totally prepared to go into Lightfall and you know kind of have a fresh start with um whatever the new light cap's going to be, new items, all that good stuff and I fully expect us to get sucked into Destiny uh, again for hours and hours and hours and I'll probably bounce back and forth between Destiny and Returnal for the time being, you know, Destiny with you and then Returnal by myself, you know. What about what about Resident Evil 4 that comes out in like 2 weeks after Destiny? I hate you. <laughs> Well, I'll have to play that as well, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah this is Resident Evil 4. Uh, what else comes out in March that you're going to want to play? Uh-huh. <laughs> Resident Evil is the main one. It was going to be Jedi Survivor, but that got pushed back to April. Yeah, I got pushed to April. So, but Resident Evil, that'll be a for sure uh, day one play as well. Um, let's see, is there anything else comes out in March? I don't know. Man. <laughs> oh, you know what, dude? Uh, actually, coming out on the twenty eighth, also in Game Pass, Will Long Fa- Fallen Dynasty. Oh, Mar- that's a March third, or March third, yeah. Last of Us Part One on PC is March twenty eighth. Yeah. Um, Fatal Frame: Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, March 9th. There's not enough time, man. Is that a new Fatal Frame? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, what is up with 2023? Uh, they're finally catching up to 2020. <laughs> Holy cow, so much. Yeah, yeah. Wo got... Long looks good. Wo Long is kind of like uh, um, Dark Souls, isn't it? Somewhat. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like very similar, but like mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's more similar to um, Sekiro, but I don't know. Altier, what's this one? Altier Ryza Three Alchemist of the End and Secret Key. I don't. Okay. I don't I've never played an Altier game. Oh, it's like an anime style game, huh? Okay, I'm looking at IGN's most anticipated games of 2023, and there's only those are the five in March: Wolong, Fatal Frame, a game called Tachia, this out. Atelier game or whatever, and then Resident Evil Four, of course. Holy shit! Hey. You might want to free up some space on your hard drive, dog. Is life all insane? 232 or 233 gigs. What? Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, okay. so, so to preload, that's the preload required space is 233 gigs. The actual install size is 102, but I'm guessing they're preloading Lightfall on top of Destiny 2, and then when the game goes live, it deletes. Still, though, holy shnikes. Holy fucking <laughs> ball sack, dude. <laughs> uh, that's horrible, man. Wow. Fuck your one terabyte hard drive. Like... If you have that in Call of Duty installed, there's no more space. <laughs> Seriously, I might I might have to uninstall Call of Duty for the time being. I swear to God, you better not. They just have it. They have a new battle pass out. Okay, I'll leave it. I'll I'll uninstall something else. Dang it! Uninstall Hogwarts Legacy. You're not going to play that. Not for a while. Let's be honest. Which is a bummer because I know it's a good game, but there's too many good games, man. This is the problem. Yeah. Oh, on the rumor front, uh, apparently they're supposed to announce the Starfield Direct um, next week. Nice. To to talk about Starfield. And a, a, a bunch of avowed leaks have started to hit. Uh, and that game looks like it's going to be massive. You said you were kind of excited for that, right? Uh, Starfield or about? Yeah, Starfield. Uh, yeah, I'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic. I've never really, like, I haven't liked Fallout in a long time. I thought Fallout 4 was a dumpster fire. You and I disagreed on that. Yeah, Fallout 4 sucks ass. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it's it's just, I don't know if I want another Bethesda RPG, because I already know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just It's just going to be in space. <laughs> in space? Like, if you've played a Bethesda RPG, whether it's Skyrim or Fallout, like, they're the same. It's, like, just a reskinned game with a different story that's true like all the all the earlier all, fallouts are all the systems exactly and the mechanics same. are there right like mm-hmm. definitely I no I, I hear you so, i i hear you like i want it to be good because i think microsoft needs like a must-have title you know what i mean right i i really like the idea of it um i i enjoyed fallout 4 a lot wasn't really that interested in fallout 3 but for some reason 4 i really enjoyed and i actually got the platinum on that game i did everything that's how much i i had fun with it um so starfield is like you know if it's fallout in space like that sounds amazing to me that sounds amazing looks really cool i like the artwork for the game i'll say that yeah it looks like skyrim in space (laughs) yeah no i'm not i'm not like super hyped on it you know, when it comes out, it comes out. It'll be all right. You, you got to collect the, uh, got to collect the little bobbleheads in space now. Oh, you have to pre-order Diablo so we can play the beta in March as well. Oh yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> what that's what else is going on in March. <laughs> Dang man. Redfall that comes out in May. But That'll be good. That, that looks sweet. Alongside Zelda, the suck ass game of the year. Tears of the Kingdom or yeah, Tears dude. of the Kingdom. Tears of all the fucking it. Zelda fanboys that like some trash ass Zelda game. Is this supposed to be like Breath of the Wild again? Yeah. It dude, I hated Breath of the Wild. I hated dude. it. What did you not like about it? It just was not everything. I didn't like everything anything about it. Like the combat sucked, the weapon durability sucked, the fucking climbing meter sucked. Like there was nothing fun about that game. Nothing you're fun. just like you're just like, why am I having to manage all of this stuff in a Zelda game? Well, it just wasn't fun to play. I don't think it was fun to play, right? Sure. And, like, I understand the, hey, let's not tell them anything and let them figure it out, right? Because that's kind of cool. 
but at the same time, that's not what I want from a Zelda game. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. Old school Zelda fans, which is a lot of people our age group, like I, I hear you, dude. It's like anytime, anytime a company takes a huge risk and does something totally different, sometimes the fans really like it and it pays off. And then other times you're just like, this isn't, this isn't really what I wanted. Like I would, I would more so agree with you where I think the game is, I think it looks cool. I think the art style is cool, but like the Wind Waker style, but yeah, the gameplay of it, I personally don't enjoy it as much as like a classic Zelda where it's like, go to the forest temple, get the thing, go to the fire temple, get the thing, you know, that, right. that format, which is just like tried and true. Like, yes, you know exactly what you're getting, but that's what I really like about it personally. Yeah. I, I, uh, I hated that game. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm not even excited for the new one. I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly not excited either. Like I have owned a Switch for a while now and I still don't own uh any Zelda games on it at all. And if I were to buy a Zelda game on it, I'd buy Link's Awakening, like the remaster before I bought um Breath of the Wild, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I hear you. I, I feel like I'm just an old crotchety man now that just doesn't like anything that's popular. <laughs> well, you also I mean, you are old, number one. You're super old. But also, <laughs> um, no, dude, I, I feel you. It's just like certain games that have a formula, like literally, that's the problem though, man, is like Zelda without the formula, I, I guess can still technically be Zelda, but it's it's not quite the same thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like when I, when I think of Zelda, for me, I think of the first Zelda game that I really, really, really got into, which was Ocarina of Time and the multiple, multiple times I played that, you know, and going to like the Shadow Temple, the Water Temple, the Forest Temple, just all that sort of stuff. And just remembering every part of that game. And it's very formulaic, but it's also like really, really fun and cool. You know exactly what you're getting and there's puzzles along the way to the next temple and all the items you collect, which is it's just super fun, man. It's a formula that works all the time. Right. I don't know. I, I I never I could never get past the first part because I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I can't. I can't do it. But you got past the spider parts in Harry Potter just fine. Uh, not just fine. Uh, it was very traumatic for me. Oh dang! You got some serious arachnophobia. Yeah, like like the whole the the every time I get in like a spider fight, like I my heart rate elevates and I start sweating and yeah. <laughs> I felt I felt my heart rate elevating on Returnal. Like Amber was watching me play a little bit of it yesterday, and she's like, "This game's giving me anxiety." And I'm like, "Yep, that's their tagline for the game, actually." <laughs> Do you want to have digital anxiety? Here you go. <laughs> play a game where you you feel like you're gonna die all the time, and you're just like, <laughs> and then you die, and then you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. oh man, I'm gonna leave the uh, pre order for Diablo up here so I can do that after the podcast. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So many games. So many games. A little bit of music we've been listening to. A lot of games we've been playing. You know, just just the usual. Nick and people, I do. People it. start arguing about Activision Blizzard being purchased. Hey, look. If it happens, it happens. You know, if if Microsoft decides to take Call of Duty away from you know PlayStation, cool. Go buy an Xbox or a PC or whatever. I don't care. Like right sucks nerds like if you only have, have an xbox you can't go play the last of us like it's no different exactly it's no different 
And eventually with the cost of consoles constantly changing and coming down, and there's just so many ways to access. They're this actually stuff going now. up, dude. This Are is they? the first time ever in a console generation, the price of a console has increased two years after launch. Oh, dang. Yeah. So if you didn't know, like PlayStations everywhere, but the U S have gone up by a hundred dollars. And then uh, Xbox is doing the same thing now in select territories. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, they're going up in price. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. So, like, to get a PlayStation in Europe, it's 600 euro. Dang, dude. Yep. Okay. I did not know that. That's news to me. Yep. So, they're not getting cheaper. They're getting more expensive. Okay. Well, they're still somewhat i mean they're so regularly accessible and i think if you if you have the budget to buy like a couple of consoles you can pretty much cover your bases but i agree with you there's always going to be the the exclusives you know it's like if you don't ever if you don't ever buy a switch you're never going to play pokemon and you're never going to play zelda like unless you emulate it somehow on your computer but you're never going to play them like the way they're meant to be played you know right so yeah i feel you man i don't know like this, the the fight between the like Sony and Microsoft is getting so crazy that when the deal finally does close, you know, does Microsoft just say fuck it, you can't have Call of Duty, we'll pay the fine, like, right? Because you know they'll have to agree to like, yeah, we'll publish Call of Duty on on that platform, and if they don't, there's obviously a fine. But Microsoft just prints cash, so they'll like have have they been pissed off enough that they're just gonna be like fuck it, like. <laughs> right <laughs> like, fuck you guys you don't have call of duty go get fuck nerds <laughs> like you don't have call of duty too bad uh, too bad too bad that's so funny but, that is so funny man i mean we'll, we'll see where things go but like people always got to complain about something right always always it's just that's just not even like not even in video games that's just in life it's like have you seen the prices of eggs right now it's like okay all right yeah calm down calm down with your eggs <laughs> oh man so good dude well dude let's uh let's wrap up i guess and play some returnal co-op and then we can talk about it next week along with uh, our initial thoughts of lightfall and the other ten thousand things that we are playing <laughs> right oh my gosh so ridiculous dude so ridiculous there's so much and you got anything else you want to leave the listeners with, bro? No, just make sure you check for outbreaks, you know? Check for out, outbreak protocols. What? Outbreaks. You know, herpes outbreaks. I heard you can get it through the radio waves. And Josh has herpes. Whatever. <laughs> I do not. It's not true. Nick's lying. You're telling me you never had a cold sore? A cold sore? Everyone's had cold sores, right? I've never had one. You never had a cold sore in your life ever? Ever. I'm herpes free, dog. <laughs> Since 03. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, on that note, on Nick's clean bill of health, we'll leave you, we'll leave you guys with that image. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just remember, uh, Josh just had herpes on his face. No, I have not. It's called a beard. It's also cool known beard. as hair herpes. Oh my gosh, you can't make me laugh like that, dude. I'm like more congested right now. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's like the starting symptoms of uh, an outbreak. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
<laughs> come on man let me let me carry you through some returnal let's go do this all right all right we'll see you guys next week thanks for tuning in uh peace bye <laughs> bye Thank you.